Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. I am your boy Buzz, and I'm joined by my dude, Tony Marchese, a.k.a. Tony on Tap. And we are here after a doubleheader doozy. And by doozy, I mean we got our asses kicked, and it sucked the whole time. It was horrible seven and a half hours of baseball. Before we get into that, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Socks on Tap and following us at On Tap Sports Nets. Tony, how you doing, man? Uh, dude, not great, man. I, I, I really don't want to be here talking about the White Sox today in this capacity. I don't know about you. I think we, we texted a little bit during the game, and I think you were ready to announce your retirement as a White Sox fan. As, 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 that's what it felt like. No, I uh, I I just had enough. I um during the first game, I went. I think it was like seventh inning. I left the house, um, and I know they were making a little bit of a comeback there. But I actually went and checked out the new Joey's hot dogs in New Lenox. Ooh, nice spot. Yeah, I went and grabbed some uh, hot dogs for me, my old man, uh, and Ren, and uh, got Jamie an Italian beef from there, and hung out and watched the rest of the game at my dad's and you know they made it had that little rally there and it didn't work out and then the second game we stayed for the first couple innings came home put Ren to bed and <laughs> there's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel again and they didn't they didn't pull it off so uh it was just a really hard day of white Sox baseball i'm i'm super fucking frustrated like i'm, I'm very very frustrated we said this uh i know i wasn't on the actual pre-game or preview show of socks on tap but the one before that that we had all uh, done I kept saying it's not a marathon it's a sprint and they have just come out completely trying to sprint and they fell I mean he's busted their shit so yes, uh, yes. so bu- Buzz before we get all into this uh, we're we're live tonight this is the first live socks on tap post game of 2020 uh, there will also be a podcast version uh, I'm about to kick off the recording for the podcast side I'm a little rusty on the the mixer uh, this, this version that's live will be also available on mixlr.com slash on tap sports net. There's a dash in between on tap sports and net, but buzz, I'm going to kick off that recording, uh, so that we can get the podcast version out as well to everybody who normally joins us on Apple podcasts and everywhere else. So why don't you, uh, lead it off like you normally do into the podcast and tell everybody where to find us. Oh, you can find us at ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. You can follow us at ontapsportsnet on Twitter, at SocksOnTap on Twitter, and anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Apple Play, or Apple Play, I'm sorry. Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Yeah, Apple Play. I'm I'm merging both of them together. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. It is. I mean, fucking billions we're talking here. Billions. Maybe they'll buy our baseball team and we'll get better. I don't know. We'll see what happens, though. Um, Spotify, you can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please be sure to give us a five-star rating and review. Um, yeah, so that's that's for everybody so they know where to find us. Uh, other than that, I, I got nothing to lead us in because I, I wanted to come out with a bunch of energy because it's our first live show. And I feel like I have that energy. I feel good. I feel like very, very loose, but I'm not happy with what we're talking about. Like this is not what no, I wanted to happen, is, dude. This is not. This is not great. Before we get anywhere else in this show, I think it would be a disservice if I didn't crack them. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go for it. All right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna crack them because we've got a lot to unpack here, and I know um, 
we had a rain out yesterday, which led to this doubleheader. There's a lot going on with with baseball in general that we'll we'll probably touch on just a little bit. Um, I don't think we can get very far without without touching on the situation that the uh, Miami Marlins are in. Uh, but I want to keep this pretty White Sox centric because, man, I'm not happy at all with what's going on with this team right now. And I know there's a lot of people out there. You see White Sox sale every time the uh, the Sox lose. He tells me, don't hold back. I don't think I've ever held back on this show. I don't think you've ever held back on this show. And, man, I mean, the mood tonight is hashtag negative Nani because if anything, it's kind of almost like he's going to be with us while we record this because I'm in full negative Nani mode, Buzz. I don't know about you. I'm, dude, I'm fucking pissed off. Like, I don't know how else to put it. Like, I want to, like, I'm trying to be professional. I'm trying to be cool. We have a podcast here. We have a business to run, and I'm losing my shit about the White Sox right now. I right. can't handle it. I can't handle it, man. Like, you're telling me, there, there's just one thing I'm going to throw out real quick before we break down game one. You're telling me that, what, what are we in tone? F- five games in the season here? That Nicky Delmonico has more at bats than Yasmani Grandal? I'm not, I, I don't even want to pull up baseball reference. And look at the White Sox, like just the the full team stats right now, because I probably fucking put a gun to my head and just pull the trigger at this point in time on this White Sox season, because this is, you know, you've been doing this, doing this buzzkill lineup thing where you've been commenting on Ricky Renteria's lineup decisions so far. And I, I thought to myself, I'm like, last year, every time I looked at the lineup, it just, it, it infuriated me when there were some of these weird decisions made. And I, I tried to give Ricky the benefit of the doubt, like the first three games. And I'm like, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can go. And I made a mental mental note. Like, I'm going to see if I can go all year and not comment on a lineup just because I wanted to see how far I can make it. And, and when the, the lineup rolls out for game two today, I mean, seriously, I look at that thing and it, it has to be commented about because – it was just that bad. It was just that fucking bad, man. It like, oh, it hurts my brain. It, it really hurts my brain. And you've even got, you've even got Ozzy Gian in between these games. I don't know if you call that a pregame show and an he's intro lobbying show. For a job, so and he, that's well, what he's doing. yes, he's lobbying for a job, but it doesn't take, as Johnny likes to say, rocket appliances to figure out that the lineup <laughs> that's being put out is not good. No, it's fucking bad, okay? Yeah, I was waiting for you to do that right there. Fucking, like, all right, we got that out. Of, we, we got we got the the okay out of the way, it's and we're ready. Okay. We're ready to go here. Uh, I mean, I feel like we're in midseason form, and oh, yeah. the White Sox are in like 2018 midseason form. That's what it feels like, yeah. dude. Everything from top to bottom sucks. So let, let's just get right into game one. Dylan Cease comes out. I think it's like a 23 or 24 first inning. Uh, pitches in the first inning uh, and he just it was Dylan Cease there he is like last time we saw him in that again what was that he played us in the interest guy was like team versus team and he, he looked good and everybody's like oh he's looking crisp of course of course I hopped on that I'm like oh fucking a right man he's figuring his shit out he's got he's gonna have yes behind the plate he's got this great catcher that's gonna be able to work with them you know we bring out Dylan Cease today and he gets fucking shellacked two and I mean, one thirds innings man seven hits Four earned runs, 
only one strikeout. He let up two bombs. He's good for a 15.43 ERA, and I'm sitting here like, ah, that's so White Sox. Hey, th- th- there's a little bit of small sample size theater here, right? Like, you look at one of these pitchers, say Dylan Cease does this today, um, but, you know, you get a good start out of Lucas Giolito. I don't think we're all jumping off the ledge. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a little bit uh, somewhat reasonable here and say, you know, this is one time through the rotation in a shortened season where these guys didn't have a full spring training to get ready, so the pitching's going to be bad. And then I'm going to jump right back over and say, what did the White Sox really build this around? And that's a, that's a like, just absolute murderer's row lineup that we saw in inter-squad games. We saw take on the Cubs and just put runs up consistently having a big inning where they can get the job done. And we just haven't been able to put that together outside of the, 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 uh, the middle game against Minnesota. So, you know, the opportunities are plenty for this offense to go and pick these guys up, but it's, it's just not happening right now. And I don't know what that is. For some reason, the White Sox just not opportunistic in game one. I'm looking up and down this lineup here, man. And, you know, everybody wants to jump on Nicky Delmonico right away. And yet yeah, it's, it's not good. It's not good what he's doing. And, and there's, there's really no reason he should be hitting in front of Luis Robert. Should um, be batting I, cleanup. Well, well I'm, I'm in game one right now. I'm in game oh, I'm one. Sorry. We'll, we'll I'm get, sorry. we'll get, we'll get to, we'll get yeah, to Nicky Delmonico batting. I, I got clean up in, in game two. Yeah, no, that's, that's fine. But, uh, I, I didn't really have too many problems with the game one lineup, but are, are you, and I want to get into this, are you really all that impressed with Yasmani Grandal defensively and offensively right now? No, I'm not. I'm not at all. Um, but, I mean, I maybe he's starting slow. I, I, I don't know. I mean. <sighs> Here's your major offseason acquisition. I believe he struck out three times in he, the first he game. He struck out three times, leaving three runners on base in game one. He did have an RBI. He did get one hit. Um, but, you know, like, you're batting cleanup. You know, people want to people wanna get on Nicky Delmonico. We'll get into game two. He, he pretty much did the exact same thing that Yasmani Grandal did. And, and I, I, know, I know the lineup's a trigger point for a lot of people, but th- there's not a lot of consistency across the lineup right now doing – just about anything. Um, you know, Tim Anderson, a couple of hits uh, in game one. Uh, actually, three of them scored <laughs> scored all three runs. Uh, and and people will argue that he's not a leadoff guy, but he, he certainly looked like one in game one to me, Buzz. Um, but then you just go down the rest of this, and, man, this is just this just proves the outfield depth is not there right now for the White Sox. When you take Eloy Jimenez out of that lineup, and, and we haven't even seen Nomar Mazzara, at this point in time, um, might be a figment of our imagination. Nomar Mazzara. He's not uh, real. But, no. Yeah. I don't know if he's real. Um, we don't know if COVID's real and we don't know if Nomar Mazzara is real. So, I mean, we'll leave it at that. Uh, but Mancata definitely looks good. Questioning why he, he needs days off when he's batting 429 in the early going right here. Uh, he did strike out three times in the first game, but did put up two hits. Um, but man, the, the, the one that really screams out to me that we have a problem is 24 runners left on base today. That's a fuck. By White Sox hitters. 24 of them. And, and, and Johnny's guy, Larry Garcia, 
uh, while at the plate, had left seven runners on base. That's that's really um, not great, Bob. We had so many opportunities in game one and game two to, to, to win. Um, we had guys on base, like you just said, what was it, 24 total left on base for the day? Um, I mean, that's just – that's a joke. Yeah, how, that's – that's, mm. Dude, I mean, we got a score running, I mean, so, but a lot I mean, of that has to do with the lineup construction too, though, man. Like, you know, so, I mean, there's there's inopportune times that you had Delmonico up to the plate instead of Luis Robert, who's murdering the shit out of the ball. I mean, let's 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 okay, let's backtrack that for just a little bit. Uh, I don't want to leave anybody um, with incorrect stats here. White Sox batters, while 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 up to the plate, left 24 runners left on base, but as a team, at the end of the innings had left 11 on base and leaving 11 runners on base. Not good. But when you add up all of the, yes, when you just a little disclaimer there, when you, when you look down the box score completely for the white Sox, there were, there was an opportunity 24 times to drive runners in who were on base. That's, that's not good. (laughs) That's just, no, it's not good. I really don't know what to say. I mean, as far as the lineup goes, you know, I, I figure it might be a slow start, you know, because Jose Abreu doesn't get good until it gets warm outside. Oh, wait. It's already um, warm. It's already <laughs> I'm warm. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm warm. kidding, man. I'm let's kidding. Not, I'm let's kidding. not try and... <laughs> I'm fucking with you, bro. Fucking with you. He came on in game two. Um, but it's just, it's it seems like Timmy found his bat a little bit today. Um, he was my pick to click uh, when we did this show Sunday night. Um, and, and he looked good for the most part. Mankata's still looking good. Abreu's looking good. Uh, Luis Roberts still looking good. And so is McCann. It's just, we can't put it together throughout the lineup. There's some inconsistencies there and, it, and it's just really hard to deal with. But my biggest concern right now isn't really the bats. In game one, we had 11 hits. I know we left a bunch. We need to, you know, obviously capitalize when we have runners in scoring position. That's something that needs to happen. But I think it it should come. Um, But starting these games off behind immediately from our starting pitchers is is something that can't happen here. I mean, the same from Giolito to Ronaldo Lopez to, you know, Dylan Cease to Carlos Rodon, we've started every one of those games behind besides the one game that Dallas Keuchel started, and we fucking whooped some ass. So these guys aren't really putting our offense in a great position to succeed when we keep starting from behind like this. So, you know, I I saw a lot of fire coop shit today. Um, Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, I saw a lot of fire rancheria stuff today. Um, As far as fire coop, I've I I'm not like ready to put his head on a platter because he's not the one letting up bombs. But well, Kenwo I, said that today. Kenwo said that today on Twitter as well. Um, I don't know if if you caught that, but caught he was, he was like the one guy out there just defending Coop and and Kenwo goes against the grain. And and I gotta say like I I love I love Kenwo as a White Sox Twitter follow. Like I, I just absolutely love that. I'm a big Kenwo guy. I like him a lot. I'm, He's, I'm a I didn't big see Kenwo that. guy as well. Yeah, I didn't see that tweet that he, I guess he put out. But, I mean, it's not – I'm not going to completely blame Coop for these guys fucking letting up bombs and shit, not being composed out on the mound. But this is something that goes back to last year that we've been – we've talked about a million times. Tone, me, you, and Nani have talked about this. I would have no problem with them moving on from Coop because I think he's been here too long. I think that he's complacent. I don't think that he, you know, I think that we could probably bring in somebody else uh, that can maybe better relate to the, the, these younger pitchers. Um, 
but I don't really I can't blame him for what has transpired it's through the first not, five games. Not I just the, can't. I don't, you know, there there was so much back and forth about it today that it's exhausting. I just, I, it's exhausting. It, it, we shouldn't be in this position at all. Like I, I really don't think we should be in this position at all, where we're talking about firing Rick Renteria a few games into this season. And I don't think we would be if it were a normal season. However, I, you know, I got told to stop being a fan the other day after the opening off. day loss. Yeah. Well, you know, I already know how I feel about him. Um, you know, I got told to stop being a fan the other day because I was upset. We lost game one. And I really think that it's, it's very, it's almost hypocritical for the White Sox to use a slogan like change the game and come out and talk this this like 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 they 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 talk in the media like they belong and yet come out and start the season this way it's very fucking concerning to me that you can say that you're out here to change the game and and be this team that's going to make some noise and you literally look like the same product that we've watched over and over again through the rebuild, and yet everybody who is a major part of said rebuild is here, minus one in Michael Kopech, who opted out. Um, that's concerning a little bit, and especially when you add veteran presence in Dallas Keuchel and Yasmani Grandal, and man, it just seems like Steve Shishak is only here to just get burnt to the ground. I mean, I... I what are we doing? What are we doing? You know, Dylan know. Cease, Lucas Giolito, Carlos Rodon, three guys who you would expect to be able to put some stuff together really looked terrible. You've got Reynaldo Lopez, who we don't even know what's going to happen with him. And there was question marks about him to begin with. Um, the pitching depth looks pretty scary until you get to Ross Detweiler in the bullpen. And God damn it, like... I don't need another Odrisa Mardispania. As much as we fucking love Ross Datweiler on this show, it, like he's the best pitcher right now. Yeah, we need to start him every Outside game. of Dallas yeah. Keuchel. Yeah, him and Keuchel need to be uh, one and two right now. <laughs> like that's 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 not good. No, like, it's fucking that's, bad. Good. That's like that's bad. That's really bad stuff. When we're talking about how great of an outing Dale, uh, that uh, Ross Detweiler has in game one throwing another two, what is it, another two scoreless innings. I don't think this guy's given up a hit yet this year. Uh, ERA of zero, struck out three. Like, you're t- you're, we're, we're seriously sitting here, and if you're like, if this was a show last year, we'd be talking about silver linings, and it, the, the fact that Ross Detweiler is getting the job done. Like, that, that's not what I want to talk about this year, This, this isn't. I don't want to okay. talk about this anymore. This isn't silver linings anymore. This isn't where I, you know, Manani makes fun of me for looking for something that's a silver lining. It's done. I'm done with it. Okay, you see the swag that all the players had before the season. I mean, shit, they hyped us, to, you know, they hyped us up too. And of course, we were just hyped for baseball to be back in general. So I'm not going to just make it sound like they put us up on a pedestal just to let us down. But again, where people are being like, oh, it's so early in the season. If there was 162 games in a season, I'd agree with you. I'd be like, okay. Okay, yeah, I'll chill. I'll take a chill pill. There's not. People need to realize there's 60 fucking games. You only have so long to figure it out. You don't have long. So if you keep up with this kind of play 
And and again, I'm going to go to Ricky on this. And these stupid managerial decisions with your fuck. I, I don't get it, Tone. I don't fucking get it. I don't get his lineup construction. I don't get some of the pitching choices he decides to make coming out of the bullpen. I don't get it. I'm Where I'm at right now is if they're not clicking on all cylinders, this is a fucking waste of time. Yep. And, and, I mean, and that's I, it. I, I mean, I even texted you, and I, I, I hate to get this level of, of, of negative, but I even texted you like – to me, I'm sitting in my garage, right? You know, like after watching like somewhere between three and, and four hours of bad White Sox baseball where they can't drive runs in. And and for a brief moment, it crossed my mind. Like I almost missed May where I could sit in the garage and just drink <laughs> some beers and not be so damn stressed out about this. Like that was like it was like I, I'm looking back to you know the lockdown days where all we had to worry about was playing drink the beer and not like what the fuck are the White Sox doing right now? Yeah, and I know I there's mean, gonna be I know there's gonna be a time when this, this team can put it together. Or actually, I don't know, but no, I do know, know this. If 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 they do, I know there's gonna be a time we look back on this and be like, that was silly. That was silly. We just rattled off six wins in a row. That might happen. Who knows? Who hey, knows? It this definitely is, could. Baseball's weird. That'd be great. And I'll sit there and I'll be like, I love this team because I do love this offense. I, I know they can get there, but watching a, a doubleheader against the Indians getting, I wouldn't call it shellacked, but like you, there was no sense to me that the White Sox were going to come back in either of these games and get it done. I thought maybe in game one, um, when when Edwin struck out at the end, I thought maybe there might be a fighting chance that we can make you know do something there. Um, that that was a good feeling. Um, other than that, I, I'm with you. I mean, I sports. I love sports, but they stress me out. They always had. My wife said the same thing to me today. She was like, "I remember when you were just watching reruns on you know <laughs> the White Sox World Series during the quarantine, and you know." It, you just didn't seem super stressed about sports, and now you are. And I was like, well, damn, man. I mean, you wait for something for so long, and it turns out you know, to be a letdown. And again, I'm going to stick with what I say all the time. It's a fucking sprint, and, and you're falling down right out the gate. I mean, it's not good. Like, I want, I didn't want this team just to be competitive. I wanted this team to make the playoffs. I thought it was – you know, especially with the new playoff Here, here's format. The, here's the next thing, dude. Yeah, you just hit on it. We have an expanded playoff format. We have to be better than either the the Twins or the Indians. And starting the season out with one and two against Minnesota, and we're down zero oh and two against Cleveland, clearly doesn't show to me that we're going to be better. Now it's just one one series against each of them. But one of the things I said earlier on was the key is going to be taking two of three in every single series that we play or a majority of the series that we play is going to be what we need to do. And starting off against the top two opponents in the AL central and taking only one out of two and potentially, potentially getting swept by the Indians is not the way that you want to start this season. If you're the white Sox, meanwhile, you're not even playing your best players in every game. And this is becoming a problem. Let's get into game two a little bit, Buzz. Uh, I'll, I'll let you lead us right into that one. Well, yeah, as far as game two goes, I mean, Carlos Rodon comes out and first inning woes. 
first inning woes. Three runs in the first inning, Tone, and you saw it bothered him. You know, you saw how upset that he was. You know, Carlos Rodon doesn't have that chill. He's got like that zero to a hundred shit, and that's why I like him so much. Yes. Um, you know, because I, I don't know why, but I think it's like he because I think he really cares. And I know he really cares. He wants to be the shit. And that's yes. like that's what I like about him. But he let up, you know, he, he got in trouble, man. He got in trouble in that first inning. And uh, he let up a home run to, I think it was Santana. And it, it just went it went downhill from there. You know, he he ended the day three and two-thirds, four hits, five runs, five earned runs. He walked three, Tone. He struck out four, and he let up that one bomb in the first inning there. 71 pitches in three and two-third innings. Um, it's just, again, you, you know, you get, you get, you go down right away to, to your pitching. Um, and, and that's rough, you know, it, it's just, it's a tough, it's a tough fucking scene there. Um, then Steve Cisha comes in after him, after Rodon, Rodon's got, you know, I think the bases were loaded when Cisha came in there and the fourth lets up a single and two runs score to then make it five to, uh, five to one. So again, Sox are fucked again. You know, having to try to rally to come back. We they end up the game five to three. Ended up with more hits again for the second game in a row in this doubleheader. Ended up with more hits than Cleveland, but in this game they uh, the total left on base they left five on base this game in scoring position. So uh, that that's where we're at with it, man. Just no one executed. Uh, Nicky Delmonico batting cleanup when we had two on base. I, I, I want to say that was in the fourth. The th- uh, was that fourth or fifth? I can't remember what inning it was off the top of my head. I should take notes like Nani. But having him there, and then you're seeing what Luis Roberts doing by murdering the fucking ball. I mean, Tony, we, we had Zach Collins and Nicky Delmonico ahead of James McCann and Luis Robert in the second the second <laughs> game lineup. And, and, and people can be like, oh, well, you know, you're not a major league manager, so Ricky knows what he's doing. Yeah, okay, you know what? No, I don't work in the fucking major leagues. I get it. Hi, I understand. I work at a job where I don't make enough money, and I fucking watch sports, and they make me just as miserable as when I'm at fucking work. But okay, wait, wait a that's second. the dumbest wait a shit I've ever seen. Wait a second. I'm going to just read out some, some OPSs for you, okay? No, I don't. I don't want to. I'm going to read out the OPSs of this lineup. Uh, 770 in the leadoff spot, uh, 1088 in Mancada. Very nice, very nice, great, great OPS for Mancada in the early going. Uh, Jose Abreu, 864. Then you're four and five. <laughs> you're four and five. This is how they finish the night. 347 and 167, followed by three guys with 1750. 979 and 750 and James McCann, Luis Robert, and Lurie Garcia. And Lurie Garcia is only batting 167 with an OPS of 750. Like, fucking put him clean up instead of fucking Nicky Delmonico. I, I don't understand that one um, whatsoever. And if, if, if James McCann isn't your obvious choice at cleanup here, I, I don't know what to tell you. Because it, it, it should have been Luis Robert. But if not, like, why is James McCann batting six behind Zach Collins? And you know why I love every part of this is because we're legitimately asking questions. And people that I'm, are either I'm, listening I'm, to us yes. live right now, I want them to, to put their thoughts out in the chat 
or tweet at us because I really want to know. Usually these are really thorough breakdowns of the games, but I'm at such a loss for fucking words tonight that everything is becoming questions because I don't understand what I'm watching. I don't, I don't either. And for a team that should be competing, these are rebuild lineups. And I go back to the fact, Buzz, that when Joe Madden became available to the Chicago Cubs when they are about to turn the corner, they fired Ricky Renteria's ass so quickly because I wonder if Theo Epstein was just that much smarter than Rick Hahn in this situation. I, I know you're looking across town. Looking across town right now, like. At what the Cubs are doing with a first-time manager versus the way that Ricky Renteria is managing this team, it's very fucking concerning to me that we're still getting rebuild Sunday lineups in the middle of a doubleheader. Yeah, it's a doubleheader. We want to rest some guys. But why is your prized off-season acquisition and Yasmani Grandal on the bench? And I, I know Edwin Encarnacion got hit with a pitch in Game 1, but that's the perfect opportunity to rest him and put... Grandal at DH for game two. He's not going to have to go behind the plate. Why is Zach Collins getting at bats right now? This isn't the time of year, and there's never going to be a time of year this year in a shortened season where Zach Collins needs to be in the lineup just to quote-unquote get at bats. And that's my opinion on it. I'm not a major league manager. I, I, I just don't feel that he needs to be getting major league at bats right now, especially when you're on the schneid and you're on a losing streak. No way. No doesn't way. It doesn't make any sense. No way. It doesn't way. make any sense. But I will say that our I know you can't see it because we're you know we're Skyping right now and recording this and everything like that. But our dude Juice texted me and he put once you guys get a real manager, there ain't no stopping you. There's a reason Theo fired Ricky. He said that right before you said what you said. I mean, he like again that there's too much talent on this team to be it, to be getting utilized in the shitty way that it is right now by a guy who has no who's in over his head. As, as much as people love Ozzy Guillen and want him to come back, there is one thing I will say about Ozzy Guillen. I a couple things. He knows the game of baseball. Okay, he knows the game of baseball. He's managed and been successful. And I understand Ricky hasn't had as good as lineups as Ozzy did at one time. Okay? Here's a good lineup. You don't fucking use it. Right. And that's why Ozzy's attacking him and doing throwing these little subtle shots because Ozzy knows this guy ain't it. And whether it's Ozzy or not, I think Ozzy actually does care to see the Sox to win. I think he wants them to win. Obviously, he's you know doing the postgame and pregame shows. He's covering this team. This is bullshit. There's no explaining this. I don't care if people can throw up their dumb little fucking charts. I, I guarantee if you pull up his uh, percentile rankings right now, they, they've got to be fucking trash uh, for Nicky Delmonico, uh, batting cleanup and just batting in general. He shouldn't be on a major league roster. Um, you know, it, it, I don't know. I, I know Nomar Mazzara is joining the guys in Schaumburg right now. Him and Madrigal need to come the fuck up as soon as we get a chance. And get the fucking lineup out there. See if Eloy can see straight after running into the wall for the upteenth time. And let's just try to figure this shit out and get back on track because we're not. We don't have a lot of time. And I, I, we're we're you running know, on. on you know, nothing I'm now. about to. I'm. Oh man, I'm about to like fucking bust into the hard liquor right now. I just read the Renteria quote from the presser that James Fegan just quote uh, just tweeted out. Um, uh-huh. Here, here's Renteria. 
Um, I don't panic very much. I'm not much of a panicker. What I will say is I went into the clubhouse and I said, hey, guys, keep your heads up. We've got to keep playing, and tomorrow's another day. Like, that, that... Dude, he's Jim Boylan! He's Jim Boylan. For any Bulls fans that are listening to the podcast right now, you have... It's, it's my tweet I put out earlier, Tony. You have all of this talent surrounding you, but you have a fucking idiot in charge of it. I'm done, dude. I'm done being cool about it. Who gives a shit anymore? I mean, it's if we're no, you need to go on there and be like, guys, what the fuck is this? You need to now. Now is the time to light a fire, not be buddy buddy with everybody. Do you want to compete? Is that what you want to do? Because that's what I want to do. Ridiculous. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. This is not how I thought socks on taps would be fucking five games through the season. I'll tell you that right now. I did not think it would be like this. I thought we'd be, you know, maybe floating around 500, having, you know, having a good little time and be like, oh, yeah, we saw this. This is good, promising shit. Not quadruple-A fucking lineups and quadruple-A players batting cleanup. I I didn't think we'd see that. But, uh, you know, lo and behold, here the fuck we are. Maybe they're doing the shit on purpose. They're running this change the game, you know, shit. You know, and, and that awesome commercial our friend over at NBC Sports Chicago, Tony Gill, made, you know. Uh, they're running all the all that stuff, and and then we're getting the same shit. So that's where we're at right now, man. That that's where we're at, and it, it's depressing and it sucks. Combined, the Sox lost today, nine to six between both games. The Sox put up six runs in two games. The Indians put up nine. Um, both of our starting pitchers look like shit. Ross, the boss, looked pretty good. Um, Jimmy Lambert, I'll I'll throw a bright side out there because I've been depressing the whole episode. Jimmy Lambert, I like the way he looked. He looked all right. Evan Marshall looked real good. And um, those are my positives. Uh, Obviously that and Luis Robert murdering the fucking ball. You know, um, yeah, so that's that's where we're at with this one. But I I don't know what else to say about these uh, two games. Uh, We struggled. We need to to come out tomorrow. We need to take at least one game. If we get swept here – I don't get, we're in big fucking trouble. We need to get. We need to win tomorrow. Lucas Giolito needs to throw a gem tomorrow. Yeah, run down, run down tomorrow's because I'm just. You look hurt. I'm 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 physically ill right now. No, from this. Don't, don't say that. I don't know. Oh Lordy Jesus Christ! All right. Um. Oh, a fun fact. Uh, wasn't Bieber supposed to start tomorrow? And the Indians. At, ended up putting in Plesak, uh to replace him because that's how scared they are of the White Sox. So if, if, if Johnny was here, he'd say, doesn't fucking matter. And that would be a hashtag negative naughty moment. Right. So uh, it's uh, Lucas Giolito tomorrow, guys. Uh, it's a 510 central time start here. Um, <laughs> Lucas Giolito starting against the Cleveland Indians. He's 0-1 with a 17.18 ERA. He only made it three and two-thirds in uh, on opening day. That was the last time we saw him. Um, yeah, so that's it. Tony Twisted, did you, did you get the weather prepared, or did uh, is Tony Twisted drowning somewhere because of the Sox loss? I think Tony Twisted lost a lot of money tonight. I think he oh. might be gone. Who knows? We're going to have to do a status check on Tony Twister. Let me, let me see if I can dial him up on the phone real quick. You think the loan sharks like, got him, bro? See see if he's alive. 
uh, last I heard from Tony Twister was he uh, he uh, he did a parlay on both games tonight, and uh, we got. I'm, call, I'm, call, I'm, call, I'm calling. I'm calling Tony Twister. I'm trying to see if he answers the phone here. He, he may or may not answer the phone. Oh man, indeed. I think he just ignored the phone call. Or something. Bad I don't think. Going wait, on. wait, 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 wait. I don't think he ignored the phone call. Oh no. Did he go to voicemail? Oh. What did he go to voicemail? Oh, wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. I think we got. I think we got him. Do we pull him up? All right, Tony. I think, Tony. I think we it's got. It's Buzz. Him. What's going on? <laughs> Tony, we need the weather report. We're doing a depressing episode of Socks on Tap right now. We need the fucking weather report for tomorrow, man. Can you uh, can you make does, it happen for us? Sock, where? Wait, wait. Are we still in Cleveland? Yeah, we're still in Cleveland, Tony. Oh shit! Give me, give me one, one second, one second. Let me, <laughs> let me get the weather for you, man. You know, sometimes you make bets, and they don't pan out. We, we can't. We're not live right now, are we? Yeah, we're live. We're live on mixlr.com, Tony. Oh shit! Yeah, so right, you got to bring your Can you like, can you like put some up? Can you put some sort of like thing out there, Buzz, where certain people can't hear me? Yeah, you want me to put a block on? Yeah, one of those block things. You smell right, like Tony. that? We, we can figure that out. Figure Absolutely that out. not, but I'm going to tell you that we have one up so we can get the weather. Okay, so the weather tomorrow. White Sox got a 5 p.m. start against the Cleveland Indians. See, I was prepared for this. I was. I was very prepared. But sometimes, <laughs> you know, like the night just gets away from you and you got to do certain things. To just take your mind off stuff. So I found a little bit of whiskey. May have drank a little bit. And things just started to happen. All right, tomorrow we got a high of 87 degrees in Cleveland. No chance of precipitation at all. No precipitation. No greens, no blues, no yellows, no oranges in your radar. There ain't going to be no lightning. We're getting baseball tomorrow. Humidity 57%. Winds at 14 miles. And now I have no fucking clue what direction they're going. It doesn't fucking matter. I haven't seen the Sox hit enough bombs. The wind's going 14 miles an hour. It's going 30 fucking miles an hour. You're, I can guarantee you it's not going to help the White Sox, unless it's James McCann at the plate. That guy, get James McCann behind the plate tomorrow. Man, I think he's going to hit another home run. What do you think, Buzz? I'd like to see him hit another home run. Um, I think everybody in our fucking lineup needs to hit a home run tomorrow, Tony, so we can score some runs and probably have to protect our pitcher again. That's, I uh, don't get into the specifics, Buzz. I only get into the gambling edge. I haven't looked at the odds tomorrow, but I'm taking the socks again because I take the socks every fucking day. All right, so around first pitch, we got a 5 o'clock first pitch. It's going to be somewhere between 85 and 81 degrees. I'm giving you a range here, folks, because I don't know. It's going to start to fall into the evening. It's going to be a nice, warm summer night, uh, and uh, it, it's going to be... Somewhere in that range, it's going to fall off around 78 degrees. You're still going to see players out there in the mask because of this coronavirus stuff. It's going to be a little hot. Uh, I would expect a guy like, uh, you know, like a Jose Abreu, somebody who likes it a little bit warm, uh, to be able to do some stuff tomorrow. Maybe it, maybe we're going to get a little Jose Abreu home run. I know you guys do this thing called, uh, what, do you, what do you call it, uh, uh, picks to click? Yeah, yep, pick to click. Picks to click. Give me a Jose Abreu home run tomorrow. I'll put a hundred bucks on it. Um, I got a guy for that. I'll, I'll do that action through him. Um, you know, uh, the the winds, though, I said 14 miles an hour. It's going to be a hot day, though, during the day. So these guys are going to be warming up. It's going to be close to 90 degrees uh, out in that, uh, that shithole they call Cleveland out there. 
we need a White Sox win, though. I need to I need to double down on what I did tonight because it's not good, man. It's not, it's really not good. Well, Tony, we appreciate you for joining the show today, man. Thank you for giving us the weather report. And hey, uh, hey, I got one more. I got one more thing. Hey, didn't I tell you last time I was on this show there was going to be no baseball the other day, and there was no baseball, and you saw a doubleheader today. I called that rain out. You did. You did. I'm, I'm proud 100% of you. I'm 100 this year. I'm batting 100. percent that's better than the White Sox lineup. <laughs> That's true. Well, that is Tony Twista, ladies and gentlemen, with the weather report, some uh, betting advice, and I guess he's back on the run again. But fucking ain't right, man. Uh, you know, let's make our picks a click tone before we uh, before we leave the people here, man. Who do we got? Who do you got tomorrow uh, to um, try to help us to victory? You know, I really liked uh, Tony Twista's advice on Jose Abreu. He he did park one out tonight. Um, looks like he's going to start to pick it up a little bit. I'm going to go Abreu. You're going to go Abreu? Yeah, I picked Tim Anderson today. Um, he, he had a really, really good day. I'm actually going to take Luis Robert tomorrow. Um, just because, I mean, this kid's hitting the shit out of the ball. And I, and he's just starting to learn major league pit, pitching. So, um, I'm going to take him tomorrow. I think he's going to have a big day for us. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's my pick to click. Well, we'll find out Nani's and, um, steve's i'm sure a little later so but other than that man that that's all i got for today dude you got anything else before we uh ride out into the sunset buzz i don't have that much more uh but i will leave everybody with this one we need to start to figure it out and the figure first thing that to, in order in order to figure it out is putting the best nine you have out on the field in order to do so. Ricky's probably not going to do it, but we need our best nine guys out there tomorrow. We cannot get swept by Cleveland if we want to consider ourselves a serious contender uh, during this year. Yes, it's early. Maybe I'm overreacting, but I don't fucking think I'm overreacting right now. We need to get out there and play some real baseball with our best nine guys in order to do that. Eloy Jimenez, uh, they said that he is still awaiting clearance from the MLB because of the concussion stuff. Um, hopefully that's tomorrow because Adam Engel, Nicky Delmonico, and Luis Robert. I know Robert's great, um, and Lurie Garcia is one of our favorite guys on the show. That is not the caliber outfield that we need right now in order to win ball games, and that's not going to be sustainable uh, for any type of success. So uh, hopefully Eloy gets cleared. If not, don't do this like benching Yasmani Grandal shit. Um, I, I know it's going to be difficult. McCann is swinging such a hot bat right now that it's really hard to be like, well, Edwin's RDH. I think that's that's tough. But um, you know, if if Ricky Renteria can't make those decisions, and I'm glad I don't, I personally don't have to make them. If Ricky Renteria can't make those decisions to decide who the DH is because he has too many options available to him, that's a fucking problem. Figure it out, Ricky. You need to make the right call. That's why you're paid the money that you are. The Sox need to win ball games. You said it yourself. You're expecting playoffs this year. You have a, a lower bar of entry into those playoffs. In order to get there, you need to win ball games. So put the best lineup that you have out there tomorrow and go take care of business. And if Lucas Giolito can't figure it out, we've got even bigger problems that we're going to be talking about on this show going forward. 
Yeah, I pretty much agree with everything that you just said. Um, best lineup needs to be out there tomorrow. Hope uh, Ricky really does need to figure it out and uh, can go from there. And I do want to reiterate to everybody that we're usually not this depressing, but today was a very sad day. It was uh, seven hours of bad baseball, um, you know, and, and we were expecting good baseball. So that's all I have to leave this out. Everybody, be sure you're going to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at ontapsportsnet, following us at Socks on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. So give us a five-star rating and review on any platform that you listen to podcasts on. And be sure to subscribe here on mixlr.com, ontapsportsnet. If you're listening right now, it's easy to find us. It's easy to subscribe. Hit the follow button every time uh, – we go live you'll get an email notification knowing that we'll uh we're going live with a post game so that's all i got for today thank you guys for tuning into the live show i hope you dug it and uh white Sox forever as bud said white Sox forever